Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Rollin' with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Well, we love Wednesday nights because we get joined by former Razorback coach Nolan Richardson. Nolan, we love having you on. I hope you're enjoying doing these shows. It's been really wonderful. I uh, enjoy spending time speaking, talking with you guys, especially being able to talk to all the, the great Razorback fans. Uh, it, you know, that, that's the part that you love the most. And let's just tell them right off the bat, Randy, because a lot of times people are hesitant to call. We do get some calls with Coach on, but sometimes they're hesitant. They think, well, you know, he's on. We don't want to interfere with the – yeah, give us a call. It's 501-661-1037. Just give us a call. If you'd like to talk to Coach Richardson, you're more than welcome to. Um, Coach, the other thing that's been enjoyable is you've been able to talk about a, a good Razorback team you know, that's the first time Arkansas has swept Missouri in a season, and they do play twice every year in six seasons. It's not that easy to win in Columbia, but the Hogs made it look fairly easy last night, didn't they? They absolutely annihilated. It, it was a, a wonderful outing. Uh, you know, they may have thought that the thinking they got down here was a thinking, but <laughs> I guarantee you it's the worst thinking at home when you get to think like that. So. Uh, it, uh, they played it exceptionally well, and and, and like, like you said, uh, it's not very often anywhere you sweep anyone anymore, uh, especially the toughest games on that road. They're, they're tough. You know what's amazing is this defense has gotten so good, and they they've played it every game, including at Alabama. They played good defense to the point that it took 31% shooting for them to lose a game. And I'm sitting here thinking if they'd have shot 32% at Alabama, they'd have an 11-game winning streak right now. That That's pretty amazing. <laughs> it is. I mean, they, they're playing very good basketball at the right time. You know, uh, I think most of the teams that, that, are, that I've been able to have a chance to watch have already reached the peak, and they're on their way the other direction a little bit. Uh, I think here with the Razorbacks, we're, we're beginning to get to that peak, and that, that's where you want to be is getting to that, that line where you feel that bring them off. We, we're ready to play anybody at any time and, and anywhere. And so when you've got that kind of attitude, that's what the kids look like, that they, they have the attitude that it, they cannot be beat, and that's a good attitude to have this time of the year. Well, I'm assuming you Coach, watch the SEC you, teams. Randy, just for a follow-up, I'm going to say another okay. team, the, the one other team in the SEC that's still almost they're peaking at the right time is Tennessee. What do you think of the matchups that Arkansas is going to have to play Tennessee twice in the last five games of the season? That, that, that's, that's going to be a great contest. I, I still believe that we're just a little bit ahead of, of, of Tennessee. Not by much, but enough to uh, – you know, when you stop to think they got to play each other twice, home and home, uh, you, you wonder if you you got to win the one that's coming home first. Yes. You don't worry about what's going to happen down the road. You got to fix the road right now. 
and I and I think they're ready to do that. Coach, was there a team that you consider to be a rival? I think everyone, because of the way that Arkansas came into the SEC, it had to be Kentucky. But Rick was talking about this series with Missouri. That's always been a, a very hot and contested uh, series with Missouri. Did you think of any team as being a rival? Well, I, you know, I, I when we uh, and when I came over, you know, Missouri kind of dominated us there for the first two or three years. Uh, we only played once one game, and and uh, they at one time I remember they were saying that Norm Stewart had not lost to the Razorbacks, not not ever. And uh, I thought once we got on the road and started doing very well against them, they canceled the series. Didn't want to play anymore. <laughs> Same thing with Memphis. Uh, Memphis, we used to play every year. And then, uh, after a while, you, you start winning some games, and, and they don't, they, they, you know, they don't want to play no more. They, they have excuses that we're recruiting the same kids, and and uh, why go against someone that. If you if you're recruiting out of the, the Memphis area or Missouri area, uh, you're giving them an advantage by saying they'll get to play on TV. And then at that time, you know, it was very difficult to get on TV. And and so, uh, uh, you know, it's 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 always been kind of when you talk about Missouri, that was not in the conference. And you talk about Memphis, that was not in the conference. They're 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 kind of local teams, though. Uh, people get after each other. Uh, I think it's humiliating of what happened the other night, but uh, that that also happened to them the year they got beat fifty-two by fifty-two <laughs> yeah. points. <laughs> and you just wonder of all the of all the teams play, you know, and, and it, it it seems weird that you you play a team that's supposed to be uh, next door neighbors. That you, you you play you play so well at times, and uh, that's to me what it, what happened last night was was just just a great round of basketball offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. Well, we know Kentucky was a rival when you came in because they were the best team in the league, and we'll t- we'll say that for next week when Arkansas does play Kentucky. But coach, I'm sure you figured out when you came in to Arkansas at the very beginning of your career here. The Texas was a pretty big rival back then. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, Texas is always going to be a big rival. You know, of course that's that's been probably the number one rival, especially I guess in football, and it, it's kind of spilled over to all the rest of the sports, but not like it, not like the football uh, did. Uh, you know, Rick, when I was a youngster coaching at the high school, I. I'll never forget uh, our line coach was a graduate of University of Arkansas. And, he, and one day we were getting ready to work out, and he says to me, Mrs. Listen, can you hear him? And I didn't know what he was talking about. I said, no. <laughs> he said, listen, listen real careful. Listen. Uh, uh, you know, and I, I'm kind of naive. I'm, I'm listening. I'm really listening. And then, then he comes out with this. You know, he starts to... <laughs> That was the first time I had ever. I said, well, "What's going on, Coach?" He said, "They're calling the hog. Can't you hear him?" 
for all sports, not just for football, but in a couple of years, Texas and Oklahoma are going to be in the SEC. What do you think of that? Well, I think it's great. I think they had no other place to go. <laughs> they, better, <laughs> they better get somewhere. You know, everything's good. I mean, you've got good basketball. You've got great football. you got great baseball. I mean, everything is is, is uh, at, 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 at a peak level high. And uh, to add, to add uh, Texas Along, along the side that it's it just uh, to me, it's it's a win-win situation for both Texas and for the Southeast Conference. Coach, I'm going to change gears for just a second, and this will happen the night of April the eighth, and that will be the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame bank with the 64th annual induction induction banquet. And most recently to be added to the class will be Corey Beck. And uh, I think Matt ended up playing, what, at least a year, if not two years for you. Matt Jones will go in as both a football and basketball player. But, uh, boy, to get Corey in there, I think you got to feel great about knowing one of your all-time players is soon to be inducted in the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. I visited with him a little on that day. He's very, he's very, uh, he, for me, that's, you know, that's the ultimate part that gives you an opportunity to go into the Hall of Fame uh, uh, along with, say, Matt. Matt came out. He loved basketball. That's one thing uh, that we knew about Matt. He was in high school, uh, was a good basketball player, could play, could have, you know, was recruiting in, was being recruited as a basketball player, too. Along besides being a football player, so uh, I had and, and he, he was competitive. Well, and, and then you talk about Beck. I mean, he's he's competitive deluxe. I mean, they don't they don't get any any tougher, any harder worker than a guy like Beck. And and for him to have what he has beside his name is, is unbelievable. A, a national championship, a national runner-up, a Sweet Sixteen. I mean. I mean, I ain't very many guys that went to college can say they've had those type of accomplishments in his only three years that he was with the Razorbacks. It's, it's amazing. Very definitely. Coach, last night, uh, Arkansas won for the 20th time. And it used to be that if you won 20, it was considered a successful season. Uh, if you go back and trace Razorback history, Eddie Sutton did it nine times. Your team's won at least 20 games 12 times. I'm not sure anybody will ever approach that again. Is This is three years in a row for Musselman. Is winning 20 still considered a, a kind of a milestone. milestone? Yeah, milestone like it used to be. 
Well, you know, I, I like, I, to me, I like it the way it is probably today. And, and, and here's the reason. In the olden days, 20 was the magic number. So a guy would go out and buy in 12, 13 games, and he got four or five at home <laughs> to win, and he got 20 victories. You know, so you, you talk to the old coaches. The old, old coaches says, hey, this, this is how you do it. You, 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 you're recruiting – is important, but your schedule is more important. <laughs> you got to learn how to schedule in order to, to accomplish the things that you need to accomplish. Rick, when I was my first year at Tulsa University, we we beat the, the national championship team with Louisville. Was Louisville's team? They had just won the national championship. The next mm-hmm. year we played them. It was my rookie year, and we beat them about ten or twelve. They had thirty-five. I believe turnovers. They never seen the back wow. of how we played. We wow. played. We played so unbelievable, wild that they couldn't understand. They only they were only missing one player off the national championship team. Two, two, three nights later, we played Purdue, who was in the final four. We beat them fifteen. That was Gene Cady's team. <laughs> yeah, you know, and they they're saying, "Well, what is?" <laughs> well. We've won enough games. We beat Wichita and Bradley. We we beat a, we, and we're the forty. Back in those days, you had forty-eight teams go to the tournament. We were the forty-ninth team. The only reason we we could have gone to the NCAA tournament my first year and had a chance to do something, but because of our schedule being so, uh, other teams had so many wins. We just played really quality teams in one. And today, if you can be 17 and 10, and, and your schedule, a strength of schedule is a lot more important than than it is than yeah. it was yesteryear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so you, you're encouraging guys and coaches to go out and play good games and, and stop bringing in all these cupcakes. You know, it became Cupcake City. Mm. And 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 so now the twenty wins don't really mean that much anymore. Uh, they, they, I mean, the, I believe the the people who are in charge of getting the the players uh, or the schools into the to the NCAA tournament are more uh, concerned about the quality of your schedule. And so if you, if your schedule is not that you know is not that good and 20, 20 wins don't don't mean a whole lot like it used to be. It used to mean a lot. Well, Coach, uh, Randy's got a couple calls for you. Before we go to that, I just have to say, of your 12 times you won 20, you beat a few cupcakes, but you beat some pretty darn good teams on that yeah, schedule, too. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. Uh, we lost that. Well, let's let's see if Stan is there. Stan, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for the coach? Hey, Stan. Stan. Hello. Yep, yeah. you're on, Stan. Go ahead. Hello. Go, Stan. <laughs> you said Stan? Yeah. Stan. S-T-A-N, coach. He's supposed to be on with you. He's supposed to be on with you, coach. Hey, Coach Nola, can you hear me? There he, there he is. There, there you go. go ahead. Go ahead, Stan. Coach Nola. Yeah. How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. 
I just want one question I want to ask you, man. I always been want to know this here. Uh, I know a lot of people want to know too. Uh, well, it's okay. Yes. Go ahead and ask, Dan. Stan's got a question that everybody wants to know. Go ahead, Stan. What is it? <laughs> Nolan's. Right. We're Nolan, both Stan, Stan on hold. Stan is one of our least bashful callers ever, and here we can't get him to talk. So he must be well. He must be having some technical issues. Yeah. All right, Coach. This from um, our Asher Record Service Company, Life in Feedback. Win says, comparison. How does Coach think his best teams would fare today in the SEC? My best team. My yes, best team, how they would fare? Yeah, yes, yes today. They'd, today. They'd, be, they'd, they'd fare just like they did when they were, <laughs> you know, before. I mean, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think I see any team that was is dominant. I tell you, the team that I thought was the best team I ever saw in that this year, last year, the years before, was that Las Vegas team that was ranked number oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the most incredible basketball team I had ever seen. Yeah. That that uh now now they today would be as good and 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 run over a lot of these teams. Uh I you know again, I don't I don't think the SEC is what you call a great defensive team and yet they don't score no points. You know, they 43, 45, 27 points at half, 30. I said, wait a minute. We we scored that many, and they didn't have no three point line. <laughs> you know, so the offense is, is, is to me is a little bit different. The thing that I think has has improved so much is the big kids shooting the three ball. That that's a big improvement. But everything else, you know, is is so sad that that when when you look at their offenses. They're the same offense has been rent, pick and roll, pick and pop, pick and cut. I mean, all those are the same games that are everybody ran 20 years ago. Mm. And, and it, 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 you're giving it new names and, and new concepts, but the game is the same. It's how many times you get it in the hole and how many times you stop your opponent from getting it in the hole. And the, and the teams that I had usually would stop the opponent from getting it in the hole more than they did. Do you think, Coach, when Randy's question, I raised an interesting other question. Do you think because of the three-point field goal that players are not as good as shooters overall because so many of them don't even take a 10- to 12-foot shot? They're so focused on the three-point shot that the medium-range jumper, you don't see guys that are just fabulous at that much anymore. You don't. And and it's it's, it's kind of, I mean, you know, a lot of coaches are saying if you don't shoot a layup, then step behind the three-point line and make sure nothing in in between. I mean, the game the game is getting it in the hole as many times as you possibly can. And it, to me, it's for many it's layup direction, middle court direction, full court. Then you got free throws. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I I think the kids today they they spend a lot of time on how to dunk the basketball as opposed to how to shoot it. And and but they have improved quite a bit. Uh, because, you know, now 
you're looking at guys that in the olden days, six 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 seven six eight, all you expect them to do is rebound and pass it to the little guard that would shoot the three or something. But now, I mean, the seven footers are walking out there shooting the three. So it, it, that in that part of the game, it has changed, and and I and I applaud that because uh, usually big guys don't get to handle the basketball, don't get to dribble it, don't pass it to him more. Don't, don't throw it close to his knees because he can't catch it. And that's not all true. Uh, there are some, some some big guys who catch it no matter where you put it. And then there's some that even if you put it right, can't catch it. They don't have no hands. And so, you know, again, uh, the, game is, the game has changed. All right. We've got uh, – well, we don't have time. All right. We've got a couple of callers that are holding for coach. Mm-hmm. We'll get them. Once we take the break, and there it is, we will take the break, and we shall return with Coach Nolan Richardson, thanks to our good friends at Slim Chickens. So Drive Time Sports, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, back with Coach Nolan Richardson in just one moment. It's time for Rollin' with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. And speaking of Slim Chickens and some of those great deals, how about the hungry meal that's seven chicken tenders, Texas toast fries, and a medium drink? Are the eight-wing meal, that's eight chicken wings with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink, or the five chicken tenders and five chicken wings, all in one meal with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink, only at Slim Chickens. There's a lot of places to eat chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas, and now in Cabot. Again, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, joined again by the coach, Coach Nolan Richardson, Rick, if you would talk about the foundation, the Von Richardson Foundation. We sure will. Um, we know we have a couple of callers, and we're glad to have you talk to Coach Richardson today. Uh, Coach Richardson still uh, is the head of the Von Richardson Memorial Foundation and heads it brilliantly. He's got a lot of people that work with him, but uh, any contributions to the Von Richardson Foundation go directly toward helping. Those who need help in the state of Arkansas, they've raised several million dollars over the years to help those who need help, and there are a couple ways that you can give if you'd like to do so. If you're still old-fashioned like me and you like to write checks, you can write it out to the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation, and Yvonne is spelled with a Y, V Y V O N N E, Richardson Memorial Foundation, 4057 North Humount, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T, Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704. If you'd like to get by a credit card or debit or however else you like to give online, you can go to, uh, all of this is one word, no space in between, give to Yvonne, again, Y-V-O-N-N-E, give to Yvonne.com. And let's just say this, we've got Coach with us through the rest of the basketball season, which I assume will be through the end of March. And um, But this foundation does good work year-round. And we hope that many of our listeners will join in and uh, in their appreciation for having Coach on and for the appreciation that he's he's the work that he's done 
to help kids and help families in need uh, to contribute to this. I know the Buzz has some of these, you know, has some one-day fundraisers for various uh, charities, and they're very, very good. But none better than this one, uh, which uh, here's a guy that has given with his heart for several decades now to people in the state of Arkansas. So I think it's a worthy cause. We're glad to have Nolan on. We need to con- also uh, let you know that Slim Chickens is his sponsor. Rather than write ch- checks to Nolan for being on, they make their contribution to the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation. Did we cover that, Coach? We covered it. That's exactly, exactly right. We we need your help, and we appreciate all the help you can give us. And we still like to have some shout-outs to each each show that we I want to thank people like the Walmarts and the Biggs family and the Stevens. Uh, our newest one was Mickey and Larry Brennan. I want to thank them. Wanda, Miss Wanda, has really been wonderful. Uh, the Linda's associates, John Davis and his group. So, uh, and, and of course, the guy that helps us a lot that up the road there is Hermit, Nick, Nick, old Nick, does a great job with us. I want to thank all these guys who came out and played in the tournament. I mean, it, 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 it helps when we have that kind of support. And, and uh, hopefully we can continue to do, do this as, as long as I'm still uh, alive and try, trying to do what I think my daughter would want to be done. Just give back to the community. Give that. Give it to those who are less fortunate. So thank you in advance, and hopefully you'll see a way to give us a little more help. Thank you. Okay, great, Coach. All right, Randy, you got a couple calls for him? Yes, we do. Let's talk with David. David, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for the coach? I do. Coach, it's a definite honor to speak to you. Uh, uh, before I ask you your question, I want to tell Rick, I thought the uh, rivalry with Alabama and Wimp Sanderson was pretty intense, especially when Todd Day was called for a charge when he mauled the guy that was twice his size uh, and lost the game. But uh, that's beside the point. Uh, Coach? <laughs> in other words, it should have been a block and he should have been shooting free throws. We get that. You're right. First year in. Yeah, well, you know, Todd was just so much stronger than the other guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Coach, if you can, expand on the recruiting of Penny Hardaway and how the Memphis State boosters discovered the NIL long before it came into fruition, <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> Thank you, David. (laughs) That's a creative way of saying that. (laughs) What was the end of that conversation? Well, Penny Hardaway and uh, I I heard Penny Hardaway. What did he do? About well, he he said, "How how about the recruiting of Penny Hardaway and the fact that Memphis State discovered the NIL before anybody else did." (laughs) That's what I thought he said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you know he's not—he's not the only one. <laughs> you have found, knew a, a lot more about it than it, it's just not coming out. But yeah, they—they they knew a whole lot about it. Penny Hardaway was—you know—we were very fortunate. We had just—we uh, had gotten from Memphis. Uh, Ron Urey was the Player of the Year there. 
Then the next year was Todd Day, and he was the player of the year in Memphis. And Penny Hardaway was the next one to coming up, and so we thought we was on the roll here. We were going to pick this one up, and, and I, I never forget at 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm supposed to show up and sign him, and, and we're off and running again. Well, when I get to the house, there's no Penny. <laughs> uh, he didn't stay home that night. Mm. So uh, the next thing you know is that he had decided that he was going to go to Memphis, and, and I guess that was that. So we almost we almost had a, a, a three-hall of three best players to come out of that area during that period of time. So we went on to, to recruit seven or eight more of those Memphis kids that that uh, – that really loved the, the Razorbacks. They really, uh, it wasn't a hard uh, sell because it was so close to what had happened over here with uh, Eddie and his group and, and the triplets and how well they'd played. So it, it, had, it had a great footing, and, and I wanted to have a base where we'd have Arkansas, Memphis, a little Oklahoma, and a little Texas, and you know, it had a flavor. And, and, uh, we were able to be pretty pretty good with our recruiting. Coach, I've always wanted to ask this question, and I heard I heard this, and there could be truth, there could be uh, maybe some embellishment of the truth. I was told that you and uh, Mike Anderson went into the, a, a different living room. This was in Atlanta, Georgia. And this player ended up going uh, to California, and we know some of the problems they end up encountering uh, with some illegal recruiting. But you barely got set down when you were told the bidding started at $25,000, and you <laughs> and Coach Anderson got up you and promptly went. left. Was there any truth to that rumor? <laughs> We dismissed ourselves. We wasn't in that game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was twenty-five thousand or not. I, all I know is that it didn't sound right. So we got today. It's time to go. Uh, I don't have time for this. I, I'm, I'm making twenty-five cents, and he's talking about twenty-five thousand. I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, you know, it's uh, you, you get all kinds of stories out there and uh, all I can say is that we dismissed ourselves well I know that the uh, school this young man ended up he did benefit greatly from um, uh, going out to California to uh, that particular school California but that's that's the rest of that story all right let's talk to Mike Mike good afternoon you have a question or comment for the coach yes sir I uh, want to say hello, Rick and Randy. Great show. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. And Coach Richardson. My, what a privilege, admiration all the way around. And I tell you, sir, you you kind of put the, not the state on the map, but you put the uh, you put my family on the map. You put his family. And I had put... a comment and a couple of questions, sir. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, I had a comment, a couple of questions. Uh, my comment is that it's admiration, really. These people ain't got no mufflers here in Nolan. Can you get them some mufflers? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but anyways, remember that Princeton game, Coach Richardson? Princeton game in what the NCAA. It? 
the Princeton game in the uh, NCAA tournament. Yeah, you, right, Rick. What do you remember about it, Coach? And, you remember what, that? Do I remember what, day, Rick? The, the Princeton game in the NCAA tournament, I believe it was 1990. Yes. You said the Houston game? No, I'm sorry, the Princeton, Princeton. game. Remember, they're the Princeton. slowdown oh, team. Princeton. Yeah. Princeton. yeah. Yeah. You that remember guy, him? remember him? He was a crazy coach. I Thank remember you, Mike. the Princeton game. Yes, I remember the Princeton game, big time. It was a, it was a grinder. I mean, we had, you know, we hadn't faced anyone that that would uh, use as many back cuts and, and, and side cuts and middle cuts. I mean, they cut all the time and 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 held the ball. They, I call it keep away. They play keep away. <laughs> and because uh, I, I had played for a coach that kept it away from the opponent. To control the scores, you can control scores when you don't shoot, and so, uh, and then you let maybe your best, your best shooter get more of the shot. So it, it was very difficult game. I, I never forget the. I think the year before that, Georgetown played them, and, and they almost beat Georgetown the same way. Um, I, I don't know if that's what you're asking me, but that's yeah. what I remember about that game. Asking about that game, absolutely. Yeah, that was a fine. That was a Final Four team. I think I think you beat Princeton by four. I, if I'm remembering, it's like sixty-eight to sixty-four or something like that. And that team went to the Final Four. Your team did. Yep, yep, yep. We went to the Final Four that year. Uh, that was uh, the teammate uh, there and Todd and all those guys were. Yep, they're sophomores. Uh, I think that next year was the team that I thought was going to be the. The, the one that I don't know, Rick. You might look at the book. I, I think that team the next year won at least thirty three, thirty four games. Yeah, that and that's thirty one, and that that's the team that I was sharing with you a couple of weeks ago. I, I thought that was the best team in Arkansas history, uh, better than the national championship team. But you had some yeah. injuries. You had some injuries in the first half of the Kansas game. You mentioned UNLV being the best team in college basketball. They beat you that year. But if you had beaten Kansas. You would not have had to play UNLV because Duke upset them, and that right. team. I think I think that team would have won the national championship. Right, you're right. All right, guys, we got to step away for a moment. We've got the coach with us, Coach Nolan Richardson. Thanks again to Slim Chickens, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Everyone loves the feeling of a new vehicle with a new car smell. But what if a new vehicle included no compromises? Why not get the color you prefer instead of settling for something on the lot? Choose the options you want, not the options someone else picked out. Now's the time to get to Guatney Buick Jim C. You've heard the news about used, and now is the best time to buy brand new. And order the vehicle exactly like you want it. Specify the color, pick the interior, and add the options yourself. Right now, General Motors factories are in full swing, and Guatney Buick Jim C. is filling their allotment with custom orders. Stop in at 5700 Landers Road next to Sam's Club and make your order today and enjoy your new custom car in as little as six to eight weeks. Guadney Buick GMC is offering 0% interest on all Buick SUVs and more GMC vehicles with approved credit. Guadney Buick GMC will work with you throughout the ordering process. Guadney Buick GMC will work a trade deal concerning the value of your current ride. Your new vehicle will be custom ordered and you can continue to drive your current vehicle until the new one arrives. It's really that easy. 
GMC, we are professional grade. If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed and you need to do something about it. Weed control and fertilization service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or even trying to do it yourself. 315-9395 or go online at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. This is Chris Roberts with Southern Bank. A new year brings new business needs and plans. You want to visit with a lender, but you're unsure who to call. And when you do speak with someone, you are frustrated they don't understand your business needs. At Southern Bank, we are here every day to partner with you and your business to maximize your bottom line. But talk of rising interest rates, it's a great time to make the move before it's too late. To start your banking relationship with a Southern Bank loan officer, give me a call at 501-424-0900 or check out our website, bankwithsouthern.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, Trey here with HJ Trailer Sales. We offer high-quality, dependable truck beds and trailers. Our team knows the ins and outs of trailers and knows quality matters when it comes to keeping your business going. You don't want breakdowns and maintenance. We know your time is money. So we work hard to find the best products to carry. Like I always say, let your word be your word, and you have my word. You will be impressed with our truck beds and trailers. For truck beds, trailers, and service, trust H.J. Trailer Sales. Check them out at hjtrailersales.com or 808 Albert Pike Road. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. NFL highlights are brought to you by the Gangster Museum and the Hattery, located at 510 Central in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Call 501-318-1717 for information or go to TGMOA.com. Find out what really happened in Hot Springs. Visit the Gangster Museum today. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where the only thing hotter than our gumbo is the collar board. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Often imitated but never duplicated, this is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. I almost left a few moments ago to get that wing deal, that chicken wing deal. The eight, uh, eight wing deal, that's eight chicken wings with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink with the uh, the buffalo sauce on top of the um, the chicken wings. Hmm. May do that after the show. Uh, may have to cheat and get off my diet and go get that special from Slim Chickens. Or well, I could I could easily go with the uh, the hungry meal seven chicken tenders with Texas toast, fries and medium drink only at the uh, Great Slim Chickens. There's a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. And, Rick, if you would, one last time. Well, I hate to say one last time. Well, for tonight. Once again, uh, for tonight. There you go. Talk about the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, please. And we'll remind our listeners, if they're listening on Wednesday night when we have Coach Richardson, if you 
because uh, I know when you start reading these things, if you got don't have something to write real quickly, or a lot of people just put it right into their phone, and that's an easy thing to do too. But uh, you want to give online, give to Yvonne.com. Give to YVONNE.com. If you'd like to send a check to the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation, you send it to 4057 North Humount, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704, to allow the Yvonne Richardson Foundation to continue to do the great work that it has done for many years now, uh, provided several million dollars worth of uh, support for people in the community that need that support. Some of it's for health, some of it's for transportation, some of it might just be for various other needs. You can help, and that's a great way to do it. And please mention once again, thanks to Slim Chickens. Mm-hmm. No compensation for Nolan. It goes straight to the foundation. So mm-hmm. that's, right. uh, that's a great note into itself. Uh, let's talk with Jamie. Jamie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for the coach? Yeah, I got a common question. Hey, coach, doing okay? Doing okay, Jamie. <laughs> hey, I just want to say, you know, I'm in my early 40s, so you know, i got to be honest, some of the greatest memories of my life is sitting there in front of that TV with my dad and watching you and your guys, you know, do what y'all did. And now I get to explain to my six-year-old, you know, that name on that court, you know, and what it means to me. And, uh, man, it's pretty amazing. So I just want to thank you for that. And the thank question you. is, as a coach, from a coach's view, you know, these last few games, you know, we – Somehow continuously to go into these runs where we go on these seven to eight minute droughts without a field goal. And well, I guess it's kind of a testimony to our defense, considering we did it to get the number one team by the nation and still won. But when you're in that huddle or, you know, you're talking to your team and, and that, that's continuing to happen, is there something in practice, you know, that you're addressing? Or, you know, when JD's on the, it seems like if JD's on the bench, you know, that's kind of when it starts. Um, is there a certain offense they're trying to get into that is maybe not happening? or? But it just, you know, I can't quite put my finger on it. So, you know, from you, I think, you know, might be a little better understanding. But I really just wanted to know, you know, kind of what you, know, what you see well, when that's going on or what adjustments might make. You know, in a game, you've got what they call Thank the you, word Jamie. momentum. You, you've got the word momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, and the key is how long can you keep momentum on Big Mo on your side? Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't always work out the way you plan it to. And and what I would try to do is, as a coach, and hopefully my assistants would pay attention, is to find out why are we not doing being able to score. And a lot of times the scoring and momentum comes from the defensive end. When you, when you can stop someone and, and then get the rebound and push it, then things happen. Did we stop and start playing their game? Their game is to bring it down and run pattern offense. Are we trying to be a pattern offensive team because that's what they're making us do? My job is to make you do what we want to do. In other words, if I'm speeding up and I'm running the speed game and then all of a sudden you slow me down, that throws off timing, throws off the fans, throws off the officiating, throws, they start throwing things off. And when you start throwing it off, we call that, I do call it game, your game is slipping away. And so the, sometimes the best thing is, is, is what happens. Sometimes a kid takes a charge. Sometimes a dunk takes place. Sometimes a steal in the middle of the floor. Something to get the, the truth back 
trying to be more aggressive without fouling because sometimes you can get so aggressive, you start picking up cheap fouls and, and they're making free throws and now you're in, in a big trouble. So watching the game doesn't always mean that, you know, we're going to stay ahead by 20. You know, you might be ahead by 15. Then again, you might be behind by 15. You still have a chance playing the way I want to play to catch up. And, and, and it's all about momentum. And if you can get at certain points, you know, I call it a breaking point. There's a breaking point in every game for me. There's a breaking point where if I get this one more basket and, and I get my guys getting at this one more minute as hard as they can, then this game is over. We're going to take complete control of the game. And, and that's how you, you, you operate with your players. Uh, each, each coach has his own way of operating. It's, it's, it's something that you can't sit as a, as a fan back and say, well, if they did this, this would happen. Not necessarily happen. The, the, the guy who's in charge of, of his team knows exactly, basically, what needs to be done and how to get it done. Coach, you know, I, I think well, – Go ahead, Randy. Well, I was going to say, I think the other uh, – speaking of momentum, the other thing to me that is impossible – to bottle up, it's impossible to put your finger on it, but that is getting your team to peak. And then the question is, when do you want your team to peak? As it stands right now, Arkansas has five regular season games left, and this is a gauntlet. Tennessee at Florida, Kentucky, LSU, then finish up at Tennessee. When do you want your team to start peaking? Or, or do you want your team peaking now so you can play your best basketball down the stretch? I don't, I'm not looking at peaking the way you're describing it to me. Okay. Peaking doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, boy, we're, we're at this point, and then once we get at this point, we're on our way back down. That's, that's what it sounds like. No, no. You, you want to play your best basketball now. Continue now. Continue now. It's not. It's not. Continue. Well, we're we're at this peak now. You don't. You don't look back at that point. You can see that your team is getting better by the performance that they have, like last night or the night even against Alabama. They played and shot the ball not very well at all, but still had a chance to win that game. That's important, and, and I think must knows that because. You know, you don't go on the road just because you've been winning a few more games and, and just knock somebody off who's who supposed to be one of the best teams in the league. So, so peaking to me is now let's get a game. Each game we go to, can we get five or ten percent better than we were the game before that? That's all we want. We don't need you to jump way out. Just give me five to ten percent more improvement of helping us come the team that we want to become at the end of the season. That's that's the way I would approach it. It's not like, hey guys, better slow down. We don't we, we're gonna peak too soon. Or we're gonna peak already. <laughs> you know, hey guys, slow down. Don't make them shots because they come back to haunt us. No. <laughs> no. 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 I get a kick out of the the, the, and the, the people who analyze the game, I mean, they, they talk 
it, that makes sense for some of the things they say. I'm saying, <laughs> my God, if I was a player and I was listening to this guy describing what needs to be done, it would be, it, 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 no, that, that's not true. It doesn't work that way. Uh, <laughs> try to get, get a peak level performance is the bottom line. Peak level performance. Every All day. right, Coach, we're peaking for tonight, and we've That's got right. more ahead of us. We haven't peaked yet. How about that? All right, that <laughs> is the coach. Coach Nolan Richardson, thanks to Slim Chickens.